the sound engineer this is just talking by the way we have the sound engineer the yeah bike. we have the sound engineer who's part of the podcast his name is jeffrey obonyo <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, welcome back to Nozi's podcast with your host Melissa. I know you are hearing a lot of silence. Yes, Mimo is not with us for now. She's taken a break for a while. Uh so I will be taking you through today's episode and we are joined with a special guest of mine, Dan. Uh Dan will introduce himself. He is a photographer and I think I'll let you just continue from there. Hey guys, this is Dan, Dan the photographer. My official brand is uh, Studio 44. So I mostly specialize in portrait photography, but I do all kinds of photography. Weddings, weddings, weddings events, events, m- many events. But I love doing portraits, ah. portrait work mostly. Mostly. Thank you for having me on the show. Thank you for joining us and taking the time because I know it's busy. It's been a busy day for you. You started off today with such a mess. Uh, the day has been I basically up and down. Yeah, so I remember you calling me in the morning, you yes. know, saying my client, <laughs> you know, is asking for the photos. <laughs> yes, today. yes, I had um I had a photo shoot last night. It was an event. It was it's called the Foyer Awards. It is uh it's an event that recognizes entrepreneurs from under 30 and over 30 so oh. so from real estate to agriculture to like what we do like right, yeah right. so yeah so people from like media and and all of those so it was it was it's it's basically an award for the whole of Africa so it's called Foyer Awards Africa ah, so okay, okay. So, so actually Just there were there yeah. were many contestants from all over Africa right many from Nigeria Zambia you know right yeah. and we you ha- got the privilege of covering that we we had a idea. few we had a few winners like from for Kenya. real estate right. in Kenya for whole of Africa that's amazing yes. representing yes it was it, it was a great event it was challenging on my side to shoot because yeah. we are shooting in darkness the lighting i the can lighting, imagine the, the lighting was terrible by the way shooting indoors for those new new photographers you really need to have it on point you have to be oh. on your yeah on your a game yeah yeah well, I, i was telling him you know why don't you get a softbox and i remembered Those things are heavy to carry. <laughs> I remember shooting a wedding and I had to carry the soft it was this a uh, big okay not the heavy ones but I'm telling you by the end of the day my hands were they were not mine anymore so I can understand. I can remember the first time I used the soft box. I had I had shot for a client for it it was a small event. Then one of the guests was at the event so the photos and then he said done. I need you to be at my wedding. I've I've paid for everyone, I've paid for the photographers, I've paid for everything, but I need you there because I s- I've seen the photos. So now th- the client has such high ex- high expectations of me. So I'm you like and this is the, this is the first time I'm doing a wedding. I've never done a wedding on my own. So I'm I'm thinking I need to get a softbox. So I went and got one and that had challenges of its own. Right. Because I had to go and collect that softbox Palenyayo Stadium in the morning. Okay. Uh-huh. In, in the morning and I'm going all the way to Siokimau. So so it was it was really it's hectic crazy. and uh-huh. I don't know how to use this thing. And it was really heavy. Yeah. yeah, so good thing the photographer was there. He was experienced. So he was like don't don't worry I got about this. it. Yeah. Okay. So I'll help you set it up. I'll sh- I'll show you what to do. So actually that is what saved me and I actually did my first sh- my my first Shoot, shoot shoot with yeah, a soft with box. a soft box but that's that's like a baptism baptism of fire because yeah. you know like when you want to learn about lighting and all that you start small you do like you know a, a, a shoot here a shoot there you yeah. have someone and we shall go to that let me interrupt you okay <laughs> i would love for our listeners to know more about you and how you started off in photography before we go into the nitty gritty <sighs> okay so uh, i'd like you to start mm-hmm. with How did you begin with photography? How did you get into it? And yeah, let's start there. Let me take you vividly to the end of 2016. So basically December of 2016. So m- my friend was graduating from from uh, law school. 
I think he was he did the bar exam and all that so now he wants to be a lawyer. And then he knew that I had a camera but I wasn't like shooting anything. My brother had just gone to Mombasa so he had bought a camera. Then he came back with it. So that is the only time that that he ever needed it. So now I used to have it all the time. So yeah. li- so like if if you are meeting, I have a camera in my hand. If you are going for lunch, I have yeah. a camera in my hand. But I'm not really doing like photography. I'm just like taking a photo like with my phone. He told me, "Dan, come to my graduation and take photos." That was the first ever client that I ever got. It was my friend in graduation. So I had no idea on of what to do because I only have, you know, like the base camera kit and I don't even have a speed light, nothing. Was it the point and shoot type of camera like DSLR? No, no, no. DSLR. It was a Nikon D3200. So it was semi-professional, okay, not professional, but enthusiast kind, right, kind of camera. Right, right. So I get there, I take photos, I take photos, I'm enjoying. Battery dies, which was a hard lesson to learn. Then I I don't even know how to edit photos. Mm-hmm. I had no idea because I used to I used to shoot in JPEG. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So so now this time I had looked up that you need to shoot raw. So I shot raw and I don't don't know what to do with these files. Uh-huh. I put them in Photoshop, not even Lightroom, and I edit them and and send mm. them. So feedback came back from other people who are there who yeah. also who also who I also knew, and they're like those photos are terrible. That's that's the honest feedback that I got. Uh, we can call it constructive criticism. That w- that, that lit a fire under under my belly. Cause in a good way. Or bad in a way? good way. Okay. Okay. In a good way. Okay. Because because you know you 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 don't want to be wrong. Yeah. You know. So when when I was told that these photos are terrible, I yeah. asked myself, what do I need to do? What do I need to do to be better than this? So I went to YouTube University to learn about what do I need to do to m- make my photos better. So, yeah. I, so I, from where I was to what I was seeing people doing on, yeah. on YouTube, I'm like, how will I even get there? Right. That that seems like a huge moment because if I tried doing those for fo- on those photos, what these guys are doing, I'm like, it's just coming out to be a mess. So I thought to myself, this is a challenge, but l- let me do it. Let me try. So the next year, the whole of 2017. I'm just getting used to the photography yeah, and all that. Get getting in, yeah, getting into the, the just whole Just getting game. into it. Yeah. Then 2018 is when I really started now getting clients. So I that's when now I started picking up momentum from yeah. clients. From the one client refers me to another one, like that, like that. And that's how it grew. And, and um, up to today, I am still learning. I am still learning till today. So... It's I c- I it's keep saying it's an ongoing process. It's an ongoing process. It's a learning process. I right. would I, w- I would never say like in the creative field that you know everything. It's always learning. It's all always the time. yeah. You you'll always get to to know something new, and I I always see something different mm. all the time. Yeah. So that that is basically how I started. And forgive me for veering off a bit, but there was a point you. I know photography was not your first choice as a career. Yes. Uh, could you kindly explain more about that? So photography wasn't my first career choice. My first career choice was actually medical microbiology and biotechnology. So that's that's what I went to college and, and, and got a degree for. After I graduated, I got a job. I got a job in a, in a medical lab. It was a bit monotonous basically that whole that whole environment was yeah. very monotonous yeah. because yeah. i used to work in a medical lab that uh-huh. d- that dealt with uh, w- with helping kids with with hiv so dealing with that and the dangers of that of of dealing with uh, w- with blood uh, you know and and doing it every day it kind of wore me out it, it okay. yeah because of doing it every day and then there's an incident that happened so when I was cleaning up the lab and, and taking the garbage out. And then it traumatized me. It was, it was a garbage bag that I was carrying to the incinerator. And you know, it has, it has a lot of vials of blood and all that. I resigned. I resigned. And it was in the morning. I just went and drafted my resignation letter. And I and called it quits. I didn't care whether I, I have a salary. You dropped salary. everything. That was it. Yeah. That that is what pushed me over the edge. Like this this job is already boring and and all that. And then now when I got into photography, because you're your own boss and you're um, you're yeah. creative, so 
every single time that you are shooting, it's different. So if if you told me to go back to a lab right now, I would find it extremely, extremely difficult. Difficult. It would be extremely difficult to be first employed and then doing the monotony of the same job. The same job every every single hour you're doing the same thing over and over and over. And I wouldn't blame you. Yeah. And I think a lot of creatives in this field would attest to that. I, I feel like as much as we'd like to say... Um, having an office job is yeah. quite fulfilling to a certain level, but there's a lot of monotony to it. And I get that. Yeah. And which now, you know, giving me your backstory brings me to the main topic of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason why I brought you here today was to help me uh, or rather give your input on some of the myths on yeah. um, starting a photography career, especially for the newbies. Okay. The ones who've just started, they've okay. gotten their first camera like you did. Okay. And as I feel for me personally as a photographer myself, fell for some of these myths that I was told by, you know, uh, photographers who had gone before me and YouTube University, as you say, you know, watching these videos and, you know. So uh, I'd like to begin with the first one. I've written a set of, can I call them flashcards? Yes, I they call are. Them flashcards. Uh-huh. So let us begin. <laughs> <laughs> so the first one is high-end cameras are always better. I got to understand yeah. to some certain point, high-end cameras are not bad, especially given that the jobs that you are going yes. to do in the future, they are not bad, yeah. uh, given that high-end cameras do have a more added advantage as opposed to yeah. just the entry-level cameras. Yeah. But in this case, not for newbies. Uh, because number one, they have complex buttons yeah. to understand how to, you know, like even for me personally, mm. like when I went to yeah. to school to yeah. learn, you know, photography and all, I was given this huge camera. I didn't know what to do with it. I was just given this huge camera with yeah. a big lens and I was still go and shoot something. Yeah. I'm telling you, I spent hours just trying to figure out how to click that button. Yeah. So, yeah, anything to add? What I will say about, about basically, let's call it equipment. Eh? Yeah. It's a tool. So, like, like a farmer, a farmer will have the tools, right? And the next farmer has a tractor. Big, flashy tractor, I have my, my small garden tools. We are planting maize. We will get the same results, you know, in right. a different way. So, right. it's, it's how I use the tools. So basically having the equipment it's it's good to have so it's good to have the big tractor you know it makes your it makes your work easier since a tool is there to make your work easier right yeah yeah but it doesn't mean that i have to go and spend thousands and thousands and hundreds of thousands on equipment and i'm just starting yeah. you see because you, you 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 have to you have to look at it this way i'm just st- starting and i want to to grow but then I need I need I need the income to 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 start generating itself, right? Yeah. B- because because like a photographer, th- this is basically uh, uh, after everything after the hobby and all that, it's a business at the end of the day, right? You're right. Yeah. Uh, and and you want to start growing it, mm-hmm. and you can start growing a business. You c- you can grow a business from the top of the mountain, right? You yeah. Grow, you grow you grow it. I- you start from the yeah. yeah. And, and you start developing it, you know, yeah. so to get w- so that you can have an, a focus that the top of the mountain is where you is where you want to be. So you want to have all the flashy equipment, the multi-million shillings equipment, and all that. But when you're just starting, you want to start building other things that are also equally as important, like your client yeah. base and all that. So so when when someone tells you that you need this big flashy camera you need this b- big flashy lens and and, uh, and all of this they call it glass by the way yeah glass lens when you go out there newbies yeah. le- glass George, especially when it comes to cameras just know it's a lens yes yes yeah uh-huh so so when some when now you you seek advice from from someone who is uh, established himself or herself and then they tell you that you need the you, you need these A B C D. And then when you go and look up how much all of these things cost, you're like, it's like almost a million shillings. Yeah. And you you ba- you barely have enough for like buying just a camera and the lens. And, and let me tell you, photography mm-hmm. is expensive. Yes, it, it is, is. It is very expensive. So even to buy the high-end uh, cameras, 
and is 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 a yes, was having a meeting yesterday in the morning and um we actually realized that yes photography is expensive but when you go into video Oh my you, goodness. You, you, your hopes will just die. Hey, yeah, you your hopes will die. Because the guy that, that we, we were discussing with, we work with him, he, he's, he does a lot of production. He's, he's on production sets like for, for KCB adverts and all that. So he sees behind the scenes of the equipment that they use. And he he has pretty good equipment himself. Right. But he tells me the kind of equipment that you see there. You'd get intimidated. You get intimidated. You're like... I could touch that glass and if it falls that's it they will take my car they'll repossess it yeah that wouldn't even be enough yeah. <laughs> you'd have to take something else for sure for yeah. sure yeah so when you're starting out and um, someone tells you that you need so many things so that you can you can establish yourself that is a big lie because after uh, at, at the end of the day you you are the photographer not the camera mm. because the the camera can't go to the event or whatever and, and and do the work on its own you are the one who has the skill to use it to make the photos and or the videos or whatever you're doing zitoke kwa client vile anafurahia so so i would say the tools the equipment and all that they they're useful but it is not it 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 shouldn't, it shouldn't be a clutch that mm. I can do this because I don't have the big stuff. Use your skill. Oh yeah, so. and by the way, for those who are intermediate, you can also hire. There's that option. Because yes. sometimes people tend to, as much as I'd like to say that high-end cameras are you know, always better and they're preferred, it can be expensive but at the same time, like if it's a wedding mm-hmm. and you have these top-tier clients that yeah. you want to please, yeah. there's a certain lens that you need in order to shoot that certain aesthetic they're yeah. looking for. Because yeah. they sometimes they can approach you with an aesthetic that they want and you know that there's a certain lens that's needed and there's a certain camera that can accomplish that. Yeah. So, yes, there are there are times that you find that it's necessary and that's why I say mm-hmm. you can hire. At yeah. the end of the day, you you are the photographer. You have the skill. So all of that knowledge of the, the client wants it to look like, it's all in your head. Mm-hmm. It's not in the camera, so you are the one who who will use whatever equipment that you have. So at at Okikosa, your lens, you know that prime lens that you want that can shoot, you know whatever. If you don't have that, use what you have. There's something you mentioned. You are uh, your own boss. Yes. And sorry to say, Dan, uh-huh. I would like to call that a myth uh-huh. to a certain level. Okay. <laughs> I didn't want to say it earlier because <laughs> I didn't want to spoil the story, guys. Okay. <laughs> But I, I do believe, personally for me, mm-hmm. it's a myth uh-huh. to a certain point. Because okay. everything here we're mentioning has, it's not like, you know, mm-hmm. stamp there. Like it's, it's a okay. myth and yeah. it's just like that. It shouldn't okay. be like that. When I talk about it being a myth, uh-huh. sometimes you find that even you personally, you have to run according to your client's schedule. Yes. You're not always having that point where you can say, this is the time I want to edit and this is the time I'll give it to you all the time. Yes. And I remember there was a point where I was doing a shoot and these photos were needed, in fact, that day. And I was doing, there was a lot of things I had to do that day because I had planned, you know, I take the photos, I do the, the event and then come back and edit and then give it the next day. But the client was like, we need these photos today so we can post on social media. Yeah. So you find you you've shoot into half of your schedule and mm-hmm. you cannot always dictate yeah. most of the time so yeah. you sh- I, I don't think you should or what do you think okay i still stand by what i said okay i still stand by it okay i'm, I'm sorry about that <laughs> i feel like you you answer to the to the client but you're not you're not employed by someone when i say that you're your own boss you are, you're the one who knows how you're making your money so you're the one who will even coach to the client. Oh yeah, for sure. When it comes to that, yeah. Exactly. So that that is why I say you're your own boss. But the client, you know, at the end of the client satisfaction is is everything, right? So when the client says that they want their photos, like as we are sitting here right now making this podcast, I have yeah. fifteen hundred photos that are needed in the next five hours. And you and have to edit all. And of I them. have to edit them. Yeah. So uh, when the podcast is over, 
yes. that needs to be done as <laughs> ASAP. I know you are thinking, you know, I'll take my time and, uh-huh. you know, edit yeah. and then I'll give probably like yeah. another day. But yeah, yeah I yeah, get that. Yeah, because I was actually called in the morning and the, and, and the client said that, uh, I, he actually asked me, um, those photos, how are, uh, how are they coming? And I'm like, I've edited like a few photos I can send you so that you can just pause. It's like, no, I, d- I need them right now, all of them. I have like yeah. a lot of photos because you know it was a it's, it's a prize giving event so you're taking millions of for photos sure, for sure because oh, th- that's another thing when i was shooting you, you know like if i'm doing like a slow paced event i'm i'm usually i'm shooting one photo then i look at it then another one this one it's a, it, it was a red carpet event so you know you have to take have a lot of photos yeah and and thank goodness i did that because as i was reviewing them in the morning so Iko I blood. exactly I just focus and then you know because I hear what happened to the, to this photo of, the, of 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 this guest yeah so I was thinking like so now you see you learning on yeah but but at the end of the day client satisfaction is everything so you, you you try your best to fulfill what the client wants because niana kulipa yeah but it's not someone else who is hiring you and akwambia your salary at the end of the month is is, is such and such you're the one who's getting your own clients you're the one who's sending your your invoice to the client or 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 however much you charge them so i i wouldn't say it's a myth i would say you you're you are your own boss as in you you, you dictate what kind of work that you want to do and and the clients that you're working with and ha- and your rates and all that so so yeah to so a certain point to okay. a certain point yeah okay fine yeah, yeah. then then i can i can accept that <laughs> okay but may believe like for my mm-hmm. personal experience uh-huh. i feel like you can't always be in control of what you're doing sure but i feel it it's different for everyone yeah. a- and it depends on there are some constants like mm-hmm. you know you uh you dictate you dictate sorry you dictate your salary mm-hmm. and what you earn yeah um, a- and whatever else it is you know yeah that that one for sure yeah which brings me to the next myth and i want your opinion on this okay under pricing undercuts other photographers Meaning, if you charge lower, yeah. you charge lower uh, on a certain, like let's say a client posts an ad, uh-huh. like they want a photographer for their um, event, uh, yeah. let's say a birthday shoot, yeah. right? Yeah. And so, like many photographers come in and like show their work and like you know this is the amount I charge, yeah. and yeah. then you find this one person, like let's say most of them have price like what 30k mm-hmm. right yeah you find this one person saying okay I'll, I'll, I'll do it for like like what 10k or let's just say 5k i would say five yeah yeah i've seen crazier yeah. like 5k yeah. for okay anyways yeah mm-hmm. and you know everyone is like Yo, why would you yeah. do that why are you undervaluing because what what they assume or rather what the photographers assume is mm-hmm. that once una charge into your 10k kila mtu atangalia now the client will base on everything that on that price yes and i do believe to a certain level it may affect but at the same time pricing your work will depend on your skill level mm-hmm. and your brand what yeah. you yes yeah and what exactly the job entails kuna place where you know sometimes you feel like ukianza mm-hmm. you must charge this amount like you go into the market and you're like uh, okay, how much should I charge for portrait? Let's say like fashion, fashion yeah. photography. Like yeah. how much should I sh- charge for portrait? Yeah. Yeah. And you find someone charging like 10K, a photographer charging 10K for a shoot and someone else is charging, you know, like 20K, 30K. And you're there, you're just a beginner and you're like, this is how much I want to charge. Yeah. But then again, you have to look at your skill level. Are you giving the client exactly what you're charging them? And I do believe low prices uh will most of the time it's good not to overvalue yourself if you know your skill level is not there yet yeah. and i do believe that at some point um you can reach that price level where other photographers you know you can say now i can charge this much but at the end of the day low pricing is not bad to a certain point yeah. where it comes to d- now yeah. if you know what you're giving the person or what do you think what I think is there are some photographers who will just chase the money and, 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 and not the value of what they are giving. Yeah. 
the client. So so it's like as long as I'm making this money, then I'm good. So so like that example that you have given about the standard would be about 30k and then someone comes in at one at one third of the price and, and that will now it a market because now if, if, a, if that client comes back and, and looks for looks for someone else and then they are told 30 40 50 thousands like hey why are you so expensive i know someone who can do it for less you know yeah you need to value what you're doing you know value is everything because i i know someone who i I actually talked to for for a very lengthy period of time and I told him by the way because he was doing a certain event and uh he was undercharging I was feeling like it was too much work yeah for so little well, like yeah. like it's so like. little money you go yeah. to machacos you yeah. go and do that whole job and you're doing it all the time yeah and then you're paying you you you're, you, t- you tell your client you just pay me 5k and then and then from the from the 5k um, the client was telling him, Chakula will be from that cost. Like, I'm going to charge you. So, ukikula chakula ya hapa, nitakulipisha. Nitakata kutoka hapo. Yeah, it was that was actually yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah. I think that's now where it comes in, which proves my point. Yeah. Where, uh, yes, sometimes charging lower yeah. um, makes clients ignorant to the actual cost yeah. of doing the job. Yeah. So, it's not always written plain on paper that... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. pricing should be this. Pricing mm. actually should be based on exactly what you're offering, yeah. uh, skill-wise, skill. and the AI and yeah. Your yeah, the true. job requirements. It's true because I was I was telling him, your the kind of work that you do because it's in the automotive industry. There's no way I can do that. Like I'm a photographer, just like you. But what you do? Because if I was doing that work, I would charge like twenty-five thousand. You're charging five. I would charge that, but if the client calls me, I would have I would have to to decline the job, because there's no way, um, I would uh, I would deliver the same kind of work that you do, because what what you do specifically, because I think he's uh, he's concentrated more on the automotive industry and bikes and cars and all that, yeah, and, and I haven't, mm-hmm. so so by the way, that's an that's another thing, eh? Don't take a job that you know you can deliver on. That's most important, by the way, guys. Yeah. Even though you're trying to get out there and look for, yeah. you know, work, don't just yeah. don't take work that you like. Be honest to yourself and the client. It actually helps with your reputation yeah. Yeah. and your brand yeah, in like general. Like um, an example of a real world example. You called me another time and 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 told me that you want for photos for real estate, right? And you know I have a camera, yeah. right? But did I say that I would take that job? No, mm. actually, you referred me uh, to someone who'd help. Exactly, because I know someone who can do that job perfectly. Because yeah. yes, I would say that I would take the the job and 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 make some money, but the client will not be happy about it. Yeah, you and know? it would actually affect generally yeah. the whole you know trust issue. Like, would would we be trusted upon to help Exa- them? Yeah, e- exactly. But but when I referred that work, whether he did the work or not, I know that his job is. His his work is very good on on real estate. So going back to that point of undercharging, when when I told him that he's he's undercharging, make s- sit down with with your client, speak about a contract if you ne- if if it's if if it's a long term a long term kind of work that you'll be doing over and over and over again. Whether you can have a contract, whether it'll be for products or whatever whatever you'll be doing. Contracts are important, guys. By the way, incredibly. Yeah. Incredibly, yeah. I will I will say there's a job we did and we were never paid because there was no contract. Yeah, so contracts are oh important. Yeah. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> that was a side, side segue. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. oh nice segue. Ca- carry on. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's very important. Yeah. That that you b- you build a trust with your um, with the client and they know that you charge this and you know that you can deliver something that is worth how much you're charging also because you know that your skill level is. Is right up, up there. Up to par, yeah. yeah. Industry level. Yeah, because you might be charging 30k and you just have a point and shoot. So the client will be like, why am I, why am I spending so much money on just uh, on on rubbish photos or or whatever? Yeah. Again, there mm-hmm. are some. Let's just be honest. There are mm-hmm. some clients who actually don't really care much about quality. Quality in that, uh, let's just say Vogue, Vogue type of photos. Yeah. You know the one that a clean touch, uh, clean cut. Sorry, retouching is a one. 
some clients don't really care much about that so you find um, it doesn't really matter like as a photographer you're yeah. subject to a certain level of quality yeah like you are your worst critic yeah. when it comes oh, to quality yes, yes. But you find even when you're giving the client the photo that they're asking for mm-hmm. as per their requirements, yeah. they really don't mind. This. Those type of clients b- don't b- really mind they are those quality. They're those and I think you know about a certain client of mine. So if I'm doing portraits, I usually know that I'm going to charge more because of retouching. And then when I'm charging, I put an extra, pr- an, an extra premium on, on, on o- over and above what I usually charge because I know of the hassle factor the hassle right. factor like the client will be like no that f- that photo needs to be retouched here and here and here repetitions by the way you guys should charge for you should oh, look for that exactly yeah, so you should look onto that yeah so so like when you're doing portraits and just repeating work and uh, and, and all that so you, as especially if you have those picky clients Yes. So you need to know how to charge cuz yeah. you can undercharge and then the client is just taking you back to the same old work repeating it over and taking over advantage and over. of the fact that because you know let's just be honest some clients actually do their research on photography <laughs> that specific photography niche or yeah. whatever you yeah. can call it yeah. and they actually know the pricing so if you underprice them they will most how de- yeah they will just make sure that they have run you dry they are those type of clients not o- not everyone is like that but they are those type of clients yeah yeah Right, so okay. we can move on to the next one. Yes, yes, we can. Which is pro photographers have it all figured out. Oh, this okay. one I know uh, will touch some nerves, mm-hmm. but let me explain. Okay, not always. Mm-hmm. Pro photo in this sense, pro photographers uh, can know less than amateurs. I can explain. I can explain. Okay. Uh, oh. Amateurs may be better m- when it comes to not just okay skill level. We can say, as you progress, you can change your title as intermediate, whatever you know, based <coughs> on your skill level. But at the same time, there are some certain ways. Photography is not a one-way, yeah. you know, street. Yeah. There are some certain things that uh, an amateur uh, photographer can take mm-hmm. c- certain photos mm-hmm. that tend to have a better outlook. Because photography is an art. Yes. There's no one way to do art. Yes. And you can find that someone who is beginning to do photography, they have a certain way of doing things that appeals to a yeah. clientele yeah. that maybe a, 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 pro, a, a pro photographer, you know, may, may, may seem as very, how do you say, naive. Yeah. So even when it comes to business acumen, which mm-hmm. I will talk about uh, in the last uh, point, mm-hmm. Business acumen, you can find an amateur having more skills when it comes to reaching out to the client yes. and, uh, you know, marketing themselves as opposed to a pro photographer. Maybe the only thing that is different when it comes to that is how much they'd get paid because mm-hmm. the amateur may be paid less, yeah. you know, because they're still trying yeah. to build their skills yeah. as opposed to a pro photographer who may have developed and charged more mm. because of their skill level and their brand branding oh branding is also a huge part of it exactly yeah. that you know has been there yeah. for years for yeah. the pro photographer yeah, yeah. so i d- you know it's i know it touched a nerve yeah, ew, it's going to touch because you many know danny nerves. is a pro photographer <laughs> but i just had to say it I, I i i do think photography is an art and i i, I do believe there's so many ways to I go about I it i also believe that i believe that um there's no one way of doing that, es- especially in in the arts. You know, there could be many kind of ways of doing something, and and the end goal would be would be the same. Yeah. Uh, so like like an okay, I wouldn't say an amateur, but but, but someone who's just let's say casual photographer. Uh, um, let's say like for portraits, you know. This there's a pro photographer who would would overcomplicate the whole process, and there's someone who would make it very simple, very very uh, appealing to the client, and the result would would turn out even better. Because like let's because and this is something that I have seen, because I was I was actually talking to some photographers from last night, and they were showing me their work and their pros, and I was looking at their work, and then I'm like, so their pros beyond the pros th- what level do we call that no no, no they're just pros yeah right yeah because okay. we were shooting the event and, and you know y- w- once we sit down and you start talking about 
can you show me your Instagram page? Show me your work. Or like this is nice. This is nice. You look at some some work that they do, like some others. I'm not I'm not talking about everyone, but I had like one in particular. Right. I look at his work, and you're a pr- and you and you're charging real money for this work, and I'm like I have. You seen give him the side eye. And I, yeah, exactly. I'm, I, I've I've seen better from <laughs> people who have. Who 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 basically have a How le- much was? I, I, someone who just <laughs> has a basic camera yeah. and and a lens and the, and that's it and you have like the full gear and that was th- that was actually my question like yeah. did you charge actual money for that? Maybe it happens. Yeah. You know, you know you have everything you've established yourself and you know you're charging yeah. you know a good amount of money yeah. for the. Then here comes along someone who you know is given the same like your yeah. event is yeah. given the same job but you find you ask yourself <laughs> like <laughs> i'm seeing this you know it ca- it could be personal let's be honest yeah. it could be our own way of you know because yeah. photographers are there uh, like i said yeah. our we are there our own worst critic <laughs> yes it can be us ourselves looking at the quality and saying it's bad but mm-hmm. someone else may, but there is that just generally bad photos bad lighting terrible stands you know it's not positioning the people well for me uh, from what i took from those photos because they were all for retouching they had no texture i'm like texture is important when you're retouching okay i'm talking about texture because i'm more into portraits so i know about different details that that need to be there so mm. so when you did that photo it just looks like a wall like is the, the texture of a wall and that face in a blend it's in a blend they they just the same i'm like mm. I, and i'm like you need to put a lot more work those b- even yeah? just for the, the the normal uh, seeing eye the one who is not the you can tell yeah there are those people and you'll find them yeah, yeah. I, I and i will put myself in there i used to do that I used to do that until I was told, like, you need to put texture. So I went. The back. important thing is uh, you learn. There's some learned. people who go with it and <laughs> they go. And you sit back and you're like, what, what's the point? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. This, it's, a, it's, a, it's a learning process. Yeah. Like you keep learning about new things all the, all the time. Yeah. All the time. Like, so, uh, since I started, I couldn't tell you how many times I've gone back to YouTube to ask. I, I, I just type, how to do this in Photoshop? How mm-hmm. to do this? This year, I have done that a, a couple of times, like right. h- like how to make a white background and all. I I, ju- I just go and you know just search for 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 how to do something. So it's it's a lear- learning process. But there are now those people who feel like they have established themselves. So I don't need to learn anything else. Like yeah. I'm I'm already yeah. at the top. So there's nothing for me else to be told. So even right. if I come and tell, you'll be like, Una niambia nini? Yeah, I don't, Yes. wipe it out yeah yeah yes. yeah so it's um I, I wouldn't say it's a myth it's it's actually something real <laughs> yeah it is yeah? Like, yeah, yeah 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 uh the next one is it's about technical skills uh-huh. i find that a myth like mm. i said before i'd touch on it yeah. um it's more than just technical skills which yeah. brings me to schooling yeah i went to school mm-hmm to learn photography this is me i'm talking about me Mm -hmm. i went to school to learn Uh photography the basics because like i said before my passion was to shoot photos Mm -hmm. and you know get into it as a career first of all i didn't even know what what photography i wanted to do i just knew i wanted to do photos so i went to school that was the only path i knew from high school kwenda shule so uh you learn the technical skills of course i did it in a degree level because I, I understand uh, f- to get into the technical, you have to do the diploma. But mm. I, I just touched on the basic technical skills. Then I taught myself 50% the rest by myself. But as I went on after I graduated, I discovered that it's not always about technical skills yeah. all the time. It's yeah. about how you market yourself. Yeah. It's about how does your social media presence yeah. How do you uh, relate with yeah. your clients? How do you relate? Yes, exactly. How you do you relate you with you your clients? You can't be taught that. You can't, and it's in yeah. fact not even taught in schools. Yeah. That's why sometimes I t- I tell I tell my my you know the ones who come to me and ask me the newbies who ask <laughs> me what you know what do you need client relations that yes d- do you mind if I touch on that a, a, a little bit because I have a real world example right go ahead so this is um another photographer he's uh 
he was he was with other people in the field eh? and then and then after taking the photos in the evening those other people ask like can you send me a photo of this and this and this of that day oh. so <laughs> so you send you you send the photo and then it is posted and then the client sees the photo and then the client comes back to the photographer and asks him yeah um what are my photos doing on social media i'm seeing them mm-hmm. and then and then and then and all of, all of those and then the cl- the photographer went back and and told him by the way will nikelelesha bu apologize can you imagine t- yeah, yeah exactly exactly yeah, yeah that, that that's something that you should you avoid. yeah you told your client to apologize to you about kukukelelesha and you're the one in the wrong so right there huh? I, I, i'm i'm sure he's trying to build back his clientele exactly because yeah. the client almost dropped him but since he's good at what he does he was not dropped that's mm-hmm. that that's what saved well, him well He's lucky, I guess. But uh, to be honest, guys, yeah. uh, reputation is very important. It's not always about technical skills. Yeah. School, yes, is fine. But you can, like these days, you can learn the skills on the job or yeah. YouTube University. Yeah. The most important is your brand. Branding. How are you going to market yourself? And a lot of photographers fall out. They start off very well because they are very good in what they do. I am victim to that. Yes. I, I do believe personally. I have a good set of skills but I do admit that I really needed to learn uh, the business side of photography because it is still a business yeah. and you need to learn how to market yourself properly to people and how to how to talk to them in a professional way and in that that keeps the you can get the clients but that keeps the your business acumen actually keeps the clients very true yeah that is so true yeah so um the last point mm. is when a photographer charges a lot of money they are making a lot of money <laughs> <laughs> do you want to speak on that can, can you elaborate on that okay uh-huh. fine. so uh-huh. i have someone who uh, does weddings uh-huh. uh, and he okay weddings can go even up to 100k or even uh, one oh, m oh. for photography oh, i've seen right? I've, I've seen ridiculous pricings right oh yeah for photographer and you look at the you know the photographer you're just talking to the photographer and he's like yo you know i asked them like how much how much are you making in this and he's like i'm making like 500k and i'm like wow you always you imagine now what i can do with 500k yeah, yeah. right but then again you have to look at the cost is this 500k you're making after taxing uh mm-hmm. taxes sorry yeah. not taxing taxes yeah. have mm-hmm. you paid your taxes uh, have you paid your people yeah um what are the things food rent kila kitu mm-hmm. is this 500k after you've paid yeah. everything am i am i gross yes uh-huh. so is is gross he told me it was before oh before yeah okay so so, so it'll be a bit less after, so it would pr- uh, probably after. be th- that's why you have to dig mm. in you can't just be amazed that yeah. oh god this person is making 500k weddings must you know make a lot of but money but is that is that like 500 from one wedding one these are big clients. Big clients, but you also have to have your name out there. So you have branding. to have your name. That guy branding is everything. Yeah, yeah, branding is everything. But that guy I I, I you know, this was before everything else. Yeah. When a photographer charges a lot, it means he makes that's not always a case. If you're starting off, wedding photography doesn't mean you'd 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 earn the one M and keep the one M unless it's afterwards. Yeah. Uh, it's always about look at it this way just like any other business you have to incur costs and these costs have to be paid for so it's not all the time that you'll earn money and it's you're not earning a lot of money because there's a lot of operational costs that you have to there are so incur. many yes there are so many things that you have to break down like if you're if, if you're charging a, a client for a wedding yeah first of all you have to know who this client is you know yes. and then and then you and then you know what you're going to provide for them what you're going to 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 deliver for them yeah that's that's when now the the costs start building up like crazy because you want to you want to, you want to deliver for them like like um in 4K I, th- I think I told you about that yeah, yeah that's that's the next 4K thing that we want thing. that's a n- that's a new thing and that's yeah. what r- but producing a movie in or oh sorry not a movie but okay it's it's basically like producing a movie because it's m- it's uh, cinematography mm-hmm. right so shooting in 4k it's going to cost you a lot of money it's yeah. not cheap I, I, 
and anyone can shoot in 1080 you know like whichever camera you have like from from back in 2010 you could yeah. but right. but if you want something that will shoot 4k the whole day that will be a massive cost and if the client is willing to to pay for that then you can charge that kind of money so so yeah so you, you so you charge su- such kind of money and you make such kind of money so for sure yeah but let's not forget mm-hmm. the cost too guys at the end of the day uh you can earn a lot of money like dan said but also remember the cost that you have to incur and also an a point i have to make is don't try to cut costs in order to get the maximum profit because at the end of the day you're trying to please your clients mm, yeah. and you're trying to build your reputation so just be honest with yourself yeah. and say you know what i want to give the best to my client as much as i know i'd incur the cost the end result will be so much better for me and my reputation yeah yes yeah when you're having such costs have also good people with you yeah like uh, let's say it's 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 a wedding don't just have random people that you don't know how their work is and then so that you, so that you have to keep on micromanaging everything that mm-hmm. they do have people that that you know have they don't need to be managed the whole day so if 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 it's like a wedding you don't have to go to the video guy and say like you know doing this correctly synergy is important oh like last night last night right there is a photographer who was standing in front of the camera even the mc had to tell him boss kujapa uh what's your name in, in front of the whole amphitheater cuz mm. your your face is just been plastered all over the screens cuz there were huge screens right. like like oh my oh, oh yeah, my goodness yeah. you you you, mm. you you need to know like your your presence when you are you know like when you have cameras and so you need to know you need to have people that you know you can work with very very easily you don't have to tell them like let's do this and this and this and this you know so what cuz at the end of the day you if you you're working with the crew mm-hmm. they have to represent your brand and your brand is is important and they need to understand uh they or rather they need to separate you know personal life with the business life when yeah. you're with when you're doing business it needs to be professional and it needs to be uh with synergy let's just say that yes yeah. yes and luckily like for me i my team took a shoot i don't even have to tell them anything it's like we just start in the middle of, uh, from the m- from the morning middle of the day just thumbs up like yeah journey everything just goes smoothly like i don't i don't even have to ask them like did you do this did you do that i will just see the footage i'll just see the photos i'll be like the work was done and it was done in a style that i wanted it to be and can i just say that i i want to start doing scripts when we want to shoot a wedding we want to direct like i i i don't know i i don't know whether it's i'm 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 explaining it exactly as it's in my head uh, directing. basically basically directing so we want we, we don't want to, to have videographer we want to have cinematographers oh. and 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 that means that you know we said in, at the beginning like that e- equipment is good but it's not everything but equipment ni mzuri yeah. <laughs> yes, like yeah 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 like like if you need a drone shot regardless of how you cut it if you don't have a drone you're not going to get that shot <laughs> i don't know but i think so yeah yeah but we're thinking about getting those equipment and then and then having a, an actual training course for the people that we want to have as full time right so so we'll have like a, a two day course for for training on 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 now shifting from being um just a videographer like you come to the wedding and you know just shoot like you know like basic shooting to to now achieve you're shooting a movie so you'll be training this yeah to, yeah to use you know jibs and sliders and all those so it's oh so sliders um they're basically rails that you that either could have an inbuilt camera or you can put a camera on it mm-hmm. and then it's especially like for interviews the the camera would be moving ah on right, its own right. you know it's it's one of it's, those it's things like a trolley y- sort yeah. of like a like a like a train type of oh okay, i'm not good oh in explaining i know what you're talking about ah. Th- that one is um for smooth it's, it's, it's basically a dolly 
that's basically a oh, dolly. Right. That is for University movie production. Teaching. Yes. And I don't think to mefika po. Tutafika tu. Tutafika. No, but you see a dolly that is very specialized. Right. Because that one you can control the set. Well, I, I, I want something that it's a set that you can't control but you're shooting it in a cinematic way. So upon your we having a, a our vision for 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 basically the brand that you want to build so so people should be looking out for that <laughs> they so need to be looking out for it so yes. we want to make uh, maybe a two minute you'll be making two a two minutes. minute ad like okay it wouldn't be like an ad but it will be basically Promotion, same thing yeah but it it will be basically like shooting a commercial but for a wedding for for our website and for our social media Ev- everyone can can start a business not not everyone can run a successful business. Opening a business and making it successful are two different things. You have to ask yourself what is the special sauce that makes that makes your business stand out from everyone else because everyone is like we shoot weddings and this is the wedding and these are the photos. Anyone can do that. So you ask yourself what can I do that the client season is like, "Oh, I want that person to shoot my wedding." So happened your our vision for our, our business wants to I mean that's where we want to take our business. So that it grows and it can run on its own. We want, we want it to have autonomy in the future. And I wish you the best of luck in that. I am hoping for that to happen for you very soon. Thank something you. different, something fresh. I don't, I don't want to take much of your time because I see you looking at your watch. Yes. And there's somewhere you need to be. So guys, I think that's it for today. Thank you for having me on. I know we've been planning for a while. Yes. Thanks for visiting us and and sitting down and talking with with me. And as much as you don't agree with some of <laughs> these myths, I do still believe in them. I still stick to them. She she's she is, is she is going to hang me for those points later <laughs> on today. This is this is <laughs> my own personal um, experience, uh-huh. and this I collected this, yes. and yes. I, I I really just wanted to share it with thank people. And I thank you for your input. Thank you. Okay. So if anyone wants to get you, where can you where can so where can find you? So my Instagram, mostly because that's where I post my my work. It's Dan Shatter. I will include his handle, um, our Instagram page at Nozies. Any any other place we can get you? Uh, it's it's mostly on that because we are still building the website. Okay. When the b- website is is up and running, I will right. share it with you. Okay. This is Nosy's podcast with your host Melissa. I shall see you in the next episode. Listen.